everybody, welcome to the KF Podcast Wrestling Week <laughs> in Review. This is the second episode yep. of our new audio week in review with rest that we cover Friday to Thursday is our week of wrestling. Mm-hmm. Today we have Brock. Hi. We have Ken via satellite. Woo! And we have Justin sitting in. He's not going to talk, but he's going to listen because he might watch wrestling. If you want to see a good episode with Justin and wrestling, go out to YouTube and check out our Change Your Mind episode of how we try to convince Justin to watch wrestling. Even though he doesn't do it, it's still a quality listen, and it's pretty funny. Um, so today... He's, he's just being stubborn at this point. He is. This is an excellent argument. It's true. It's October 25th. We're going to cover the week in wrestling. Mm-hmm. Um, Ken and Brock went to AW Dynamite last night. Mm-hmm. But let's go back yeah. to SmackDown and start there. Um, this is the first really shows post draft, mm-hmm. but I really don't feel like these are what we're going to see yet no. because we're in the crown Joel suck face. Yeah, which is the worst time of the yeah, year. Yeah, it's the worst time of the year. Like I said before, from a business standpoint, I understand why they do crown Joel. Who's going to turn down that kind of money? Right. But God, the content sucks in between mm-hmm. as they're trying to do these stupid matches that don't pertain to anything. Yeah, boxers and MMA fighters. MMA fighters, boxers, uh, you know, celebrity matches. It's just stuff that they love and eat up over there. It's a pointless pay-per-view. But uh, you, re- I really feel we're not really into what we're going to see yet. I hope not because it's been mediocre at best. So when we had last Friday SmackDown was to me a little bit better. It started off okay. I thought the Roman IC match against Nakamura was better. Yeah, it was, was good. good. Uh, of course Sammy got involved. They had the sort of Daniel Bryant Roman Reigns team up thing going. Mm-hmm. Um, that was okay. Uh, I forget what else was on. It was a while ago now. Um, yeah it was. There was, there was, a, cu- there, there was a couple um, halfway decent things on there. Um the main event was that they tagged him up. It was really heavy focused on Roman and Daniel Bryan. I think the New Day fought the Revival and a couple things like that. A Baron Corbin getting involved, feuding with Roman. I really feel like they don't have a lot of people on that show. Yeah. You know what not I mean? full-timers, at least. Um, I'm not going to be... I, I tell you what, I, I've said it before and I'll say it again. If Brock Lesnar is going to have that title and not be on that show... I'm not going to tune in to SmackDown. Mm-hmm. If they don't have a world title, I don't have any interest in it. Yeah. If the world title is held hostage for a year on that show, I am okay with him being champion and being the face of your uh, of Fox SmackDown. But what do I want to watch it for if he's on once every two months, yep. once every three months? I don't care. <coughs> yeah, it's pretty bad. Ken, your thoughts? Yeah, I, well, I mean, we've talked about this on the regular podcast when we used to do wrestling, but... Yeah, a part-time champion, like, it doesn't make sense. Now, I get in the time when, like, Hogan only defended it four times a year. People were going to bring that shit up. But, like, Hogan was, at was least there. On, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He, he was there. He was cutting promos. Yeah. He was going, let me tell you something, Mean Gene. And they yeah. were developing And he was doing the house like, show loops. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, he was selling... Selling merch, he was there to like. He was your, he was your face to your company. Right. I, yeah, is, I, I agree. Lesnar doesn't have to wrestle every week, but he should be out there attacking people and not and destroying people and doing beast mm-hmm. type stuff that yeah. gets him, keeps the show fresh, has him on there cutting promos with with Paul Heyman. If he's not going to be on, I'm not going to watch that show. Mm-hmm. I'm going to just yeah. watch the the recap of it and be like, there's nothing I'm missing there. Mm-hmm. If you don't have a world title, I have no interest in it. Yeah. So Agreed. let's go on uh, Raw then again 
it right now is held hostage by Crown Jewel. Yep, not one single women's match. No one single win- women's match. But the matches that were on, I felt were really, really good. Ricochet and McIntyre was a really good match. Mm-hmm. I, I thought that match when that came out, they were going to do the usual Raw match where they do, that's eh, three minutes. That spot with the stairs was pretty cool. Yeah, they did a lot. They, I mean, it went for like twenty minutes, and there was like, like up and down where you didn't think, like you didn't know who was going to actually win it, and Mm -hmm. you know, it was it was interesting. It was way better than uh, than I imagined it to be. It was it was decent. I I think it just really, but Michael Cole has to they have to stop the whole superheroes are real shit with Ricochet. It's (laughs) really old. It's it's. It's stupid. You don't have to keep saying it. Not Michael Cole. Who was Vic it? Vic Joseph. Vic Joseph. Superheroes are real. <laughs> and there's real life. Like, we get it. He's like a superhero. But he's not a superhero because superheroes aren't real. So stop <laughs> saying that shit. It's very annoying. Uh, did you see that match at all? You just saw the recap of it. I just saw some recaps. So, yeah, I haven't seen a lot. I'll just comment on what I did. Drew McIntyre is good. Drew McIntyre needs a push on there to contend yeah. for the world title and get some and stuff. He's good. Mm-hmm. I liked uh, Umberto Carrillo's match with Seth Rollins. He that was, was good. really good. Now, again, here's a problem with fans. People are mad at Seth Rollins for the whole Fiend stuff and the way it went down. So now everyone hates Seth Rollins. He's like the new Roman Reigns. Uh-huh. But he's still Seth Rollins. He's right. a good wrestler. Right. He's one of the best wrestlers in the world, and that was a really good match. Mm-hmm. He put that kid over and made it look like... And that kid's pretty good. He is. And the crowd was booing him the entire time. They yeah. were so... Anger with and I'm like, can't we let it go? I know that the fiend stuff and the shit and they that's make. That's not his fault. It's not his fault. I know they make him say stupid things that are scripted because McMahon's an idiot, but it, why are you turning on Seth? I don't understand. Yeah. I like the Umberto Carrillo promo that set that up. They're yeah. like, what? How, you feel like you'll ever be champion here? He's like, well, if I was a champion, I wouldn't play with fire yeah. <laughs> or something like that. And that's what made Seth Rollins confront him later. What do you think about the hate Rollins gets? Ken, well deserved or no? Uh, well, you know what it is. It's not the, your typical WWE crowd. It's smart marks that are upset with them. Like, and then unfortunately hijacked that whole show. Yeah. So it's like you know your your casual WWE, WWE fans still gonna like them. Like, and and honestly, it just might be a little over saturation of Seth Rollins. Like, he's been. He's been in the main event picture for what four years straight now. Yeah, yeah, he's been around a while. He needs he needs a new contender. He needs to lose that belt. He well, all you know the and I also think that for the three of us, you know, we were also so high on either you know you you build the, the raw brand on on non face guys like you know you get the you get the the, the fiend you'd have Finn Balor. It's really seems stagnant. Like it's really what's going on on storyline wise on Raw right now, where you feel like you're in anything. Well, they have good talent wise. I feel they have the better roster. I mean, with guys like AJ, Kevin Owens, Ricochet, McIntyre, they have a lot of people that you can do a lot with. You just got to get past this whole Rollins Fiend stuff. Yeah, because they're not even on the same show. Yeah, they're not even on the same show. And I mean, Seth Rollins can have good matches with the rest of that. That talented, they have a talented roster. They have a lot of. They need, they need an elimination chamber so he can lose it, and still look strong because he lost it in the cage with six other or five other guys. You know what I mean? Like it's it's they need some kind of like mix up on that title front there, and it sucks. But you know it is what it is. I was surprised he brought Sin Cara back, but he had a great match with. 
He did. With uh, Andrade also. Uh-huh. So I don't, Andrade know. is another one that can have a good match with anybody. Yeah, he can have a good match with anybody. And then, in typical WWE fashion, where they just kind of fuck up things a little bit, the the last match, the Street Profits versus Anderson and Gallows, was a quality match. All four of those guys are great, and they did a great job. But they fucked up because they kept making it seem like it was going to be a three-on-three with a mystery partner is how they booked and advertised the match. And then when they got to it, it was like, well, he's just going to be in our corner. Because everybody was waiting, like, where's your third partner? You know, you are gonna you built it up like it's right. going to be somebody. Because then everybody was like, it's going to be John Morrison. It's going to be all these different people. And it was like, God, why do you not get it? Why do you not get that, like... If Everything you, that they advertise, they never follow through They don't through do. With. That's that's my biggest problem with Because Seth Rollins, they were supposed to, he was supposed to explain why he burnt down the fire. And he house. doesn't. Never even brought it up. He was supposed to explain how he found it. Right. And he just, and he didn't. I still think it's all in his head. Yeah. I'm hoping that that's how they save this. But I don't know if I told Ken my theory on this. I, I heard you. I think you mentioned last, last week. week. Oh, okay. But yeah. the match itself was great, mm-hmm. I thought. It was really well done. And yeah. I like KO coming out. And <coughs> I'm all f- I'm fine with him and AJ doing another feud. They were good together before. Yeah. Um, I love the ending. I love how the prophets went in the crowd and were dancing with babies. I thought that was hilarious at the end. Do you see when Montez Ford took that lady's baby and just started dancing with it? And the lady was all like, "Oh!" And he's dancing with this little like one year old baby, and the baby's smiling at him. It was it was all good. I really enjoy the Street Profits a lot. I think they're really entertaining. I think they're perfect for Raw to like get get some younger eyes watching. Montez Ford is the breakout in that group. Like, oh yeah, he is. Dawkins is going to be left behind in, in a few Dawkins minutes. does all your power moves that you need in the thing. He picks him up and throws him on top of people. He he does it. But Ford is the breakout star. He's the Devon of the, the two. His athleticism is, is crazy. Or the Shawn Michaels. Okay, yeah. can do. Yeah. All right, so that was Raw. Um, uh, we had, um, what, AEW uh, Dark was Tuesday. I didn't really think yes. anything was all that special about AEW Dark. It was no, it was just Ken and I talked about this last night. It's just to get as many people on screen, some screen time as they can. I think is the point of Dark. I thought Leva Bates versus uh, Nyla Rose was awful. It looked like so. It looked like it was in slow motion to me. I, yeah, I literally just realized I have not watched that. I thought I did, but you kind of uh, Brandon Cutler is horrible. I don't know why he's even on a roster, let alone allowed on TV or anything. He is. Horrible. His music's horrible. His gimmick's horrible. Everything about him is horrible. He would not even have a fucking job if it wasn't for being like the Young Bucks' buddy. That's the only reason that guy works there. He is terrible. If that guy showed up on Monday Night Raw, people would be like, who's this? This guy sucks. But since he shows up and he's Young Bucks' buddy, they're like, Brandon Culler ain't bad. He's a pretty good wrestler. No, he ain't. <laughs> I'm like out there screaming at people on Facebook. No, he ain't. He's horrible. Get rid of him. He's the best. Um... I, I like Joey Janela a lot from watching him on some of these dark matches. Mm-hmm. I was I'm really impressed with how good of a wrestler he actually is. I thought he was just kind of a stunt man and a crazy person. Yeah. But he's really good. He can go. He can go. He's really good. And I like his <coughs> I like his gimmick. I like uh-huh. him in general, like the crazy eyes and the weird faces that he makes. Mm-hmm. You know, I, he's a to me a very likable killer character. He needs some new music though. That music Everybody AW music AW. is really yeah. bad. Re- really yeah. bad. Jericho has good music. His song's good. Cody, yeah. has, Cody has a good song. Mm-hmm. Um, but everyone else is... <laughs> it's like I made it on my synthesizer in my living room. It's really terrible. And they're all like 30-second loops, too. They just... 
Um, so that was dark. There was just not much on there. So you two saw um, AEW Live last night. How was yep. the experience? It was really good. They they keep you entertained the entire time. There's no downtime in their live show. Like even during commercial breaks, they have stuff going on. Like the match doesn't stop because it's a commercial break. Uh-huh. They just keep going. Um, there's a, there was only one talking segment that ended in a big wild brawl. Yeah, which was good. I watched that again with uh, my wife this afternoon, and uh, or this evening, and she said. <laughs> It seems like that whole thing with Cody was just to bring people out to get a pop from the crowd. I go, exactly. (laughs) These people are just so random. They're so, yeah, it's just so random. Um, I thought Jericho's thing about who wears a scarf was pretty funny. Yeah, Jericho there is great. Jericho is really good. Um, I thought that kind of took away from that match a little bit, though. It definitely did. It was even worse live. Because if you were watching it on, I don't know, Ken, if you had a chance to see it on TV. But, like, it was kind of, like, making you dizzy. They kept going to Jericho, going to the match, going to Jericho, going to the match. And it was, like, distracting. Well, they sucked the crowd completely out of an important match. Yes. Mm-hmm. They completely killed the crowd. Yeah. Because they were all, all the marks were pointing and yelling stuff at Jericho and stuff like that. And you saying Sammy sucks and all kinds of just stupid, typical Mark sing-along stuff. Yeah. I got so frustrated in that match because I think, like, me and Brock and Mindy were sitting there. I was the only one in probably the whole place wearing a Dark Order shirt. I, che- I was the only one cheering for him. I think multiple times there was an SCU chant that I killed by saying they sucked. <laughs> and as soon as Jericho came out, like, I couldn't watch the match. Because everyone so stood up. Yeah. Yeah, everyone stood up. So I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm talking shitty. I'm like, heaven forbid someone actually wanted to watch the wrestling here and not just some guy stand over on the side. And yeah. this guy in front of us turned around and goes, well, their gimmick's stupid here. They should have kept their old gimmick. Yeah, well, I kind of, I, I'm kind of a, a, a not a big fan of the Well, they, their old gimmick was Super Smash Brothers. Mm-hmm. Like you can get away with that in in, in the indie scene. But you scene. can't on, on main. Right, you yeah. can't do that on a Warner Network. <laughs> Is his mask supposed to be like a Super Smash? Or a... It used to be like a, a Nintendo controller. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I just don't really. I, it's not working for me. I don't know. They haven't been pushed correctly. They they aren't marketing that. There's, team. you know what, you know, and someone brought up a good one of this I saw online is there's no backstory for them. No. I don't know what they are or what their point is. They're just the only legitimate bad guys. They have minions and all that stuff, but I don't really get like I need some like story development there. I mm. need a little, you know, they don't do a lot of. I need some backstage stuff with yeah. them. I need some vignettes and some promos and some stuff to get me to be like, <coughs> what is this? You know, like why why should I care here? Other than they form a human chair out of people and they <laughs> and they and they walk around. I need a little more. And I agree that they haven't given much backstory, but there's not much you could do in two hours or you know what I mean. Like if Dark actually evolves into more of a like you know story, you could do a promo in, t- in, in a two hour. You could do a two minute. They, I mean, Ken, they did a whole. They did that one promo on on AEW for Cody Rhodes and and his and that that was like five minutes. If they, Brett Baker had yeah, a long one. Brett Baker had a five minute one. I mean, they they did on AEW Dark. They did a five minute show about QT Marshall yeah. about uh, from from no one to success eating a fucking apple. I'm like, why don't you give me a Dark Order promo on here instead of this stupid? This is my buddy, and I want to put him over because I like him. He's my friend. He's going to get a promo. That promo was so stupid, that whole QT Marshall stuff. I, I, I don't know what, what's going on with that because, it, I don't know, I, watching the show last night, I was very disappointed on how some things were booked. Yeah. Like, when me and Brockett were talking, we're like, I would have loved to see because 
an SCU Lucha Brothers match without the title is is, is still a big match. Yeah, now, I agree. So if you would have had a private party match for, versus the Dark Order for the belts, like these two young, you know, fresh tag teams to most of the national viewers yeah. would have been great. And then you would have had a reason to have a storyline beef with the Lucha Brothers SCU because you could have had I, I get that, but the, I also feel like that those are big names, and they should be your first tag team champs. I feel I, that's. I feel like they like like Jericho had to be your first champion to put notoriety around it. I think either SCU or your Lucha Brothers have to own those belts first to make them legit. I don't feel private party of those guys are there yet to get the, the to get that. Just like we didn't feel Adam Page was ready to be champion, and Jericho had to be it. I feel those belts belong in the Lucha Brothers since they are the most popular outside of a WWE tag team. They're, everyone knows them. Yeah. They're popular all uh, over the place. I feel they deserve to be those belts because they are that good. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. They're also that popular because everyone loves sing along with San Zero. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, they are still good, though. I mean, Pentagon's been great. I've always liked Pentagon. Yeah. But. It was a little excessive with the chanting last night. Like, every oh, every big move, they would stop doing what they were doing to do that. So, also speaking of the Dark Order, I wrote this down. I took notes while I, I take notes while I'm watching AEW on, mm-hmm. on my phone. Jim Ross needs to stop fucking talking about how big Evil Uno is and that there's a size advantage because Scorpio Sky is bigger than Evil Uno. <laughs> he, he's a muscular big dude. He would kick his ass in a real-life fight because he's a bad dude. Stop going, well, there's a definite size advantage here. He he can't get his head around that he's only 220 pounds. The guy's maybe 5'9". He's like 5'8", he's like 5'9". <laughs> of course he's 220 yeah. pounds. Yeah, he's fat, but if you see He has a, guy... a belly on him. He's like, well, definite size advantage. This guy's a big guy. I'm like, no, there's not. Scorpio Sky would beat this guy up in a real life because he's a, he's like looks like he's carved out of stone. Scorpio Sky. Well, that's why they don't. They sh- I mean, they don't need to get anyone's size over. Last week, he needs to be he needs to be vicious. He needs to be scrappy. He needs to be Abdul the Butcher vicious. I can see that young uh, girl monsoon. You gotta like, you gotta stop saying that he's. Yeah, we said Grill Monsoon. <laughs> you got to stop with the whole, oh, man, there's a death. You can't build, try to bill him like he's this monster when he's only like 5'8", 200 pounds. He's not a monster. You, no. you know, you're not in there with uh, Eric Rowan or someone of that <laughs> yeah. size. You, you're, you're in there with a regular dude. Um, I really, though, like Scorpio Sky. I haven't watched this guy wrestle a lot because I wasn't a big ROH guy. But to me, he's another breakout star in a singles path. That's why he needs to... I think he's good. Uh, I think so, too. He needs to he's good on the mic. He has talent. He's good. What about Stu Grayson's dive over the, the corner? That was pretty good. Yeah. Was just the good. name Stu Grayson just doesn't sit with <laughs> well, me. Well, Ken and I were going over all his previous names. He's had more names. Like He's always had like pretty much the same character. Mm-hmm. But he was stupefied, yeah. zombified, Player Dose, Stu Dose. Yeah, he's had so many stupid names. Now he's just Stu Grayson. Uh, so what else did we have? Um, they had a Warlow pre- preview. Uh huh. He looks cool. I don't know why they didn't debut him in Pittsburgh. Yeah, he's a, he's know, a yeah. local guy. That would have been a big big deal. Mm-hmm. He he finally a big guy that yeah, looks he's like huge. a huge. He I would like to see him in a dark corner. <laughs> There's a big imposing looking guy. That mm-hmm. that's. That's a like a like a, a good a good look. So he's he's is he have you seen he, him wrestle? Or not? Is he pretty good? Yeah, he's good. He, he's not bad. He's but he's less than six foot. Like you wouldn't like yeah. him once you see he's him. Well, the preview looked like he was real big. So 
Well, yeah, I mean, they can fill in the vignette to make him look good, but, like, he's still not, like, over six foot tall. He's maybe 5'9", five, 5'10". Five, um, I'm, I'm taller than he is. I have a ju- all three of us are taller than I have a Justin Roberts question. Why can okay. Justin Roberts not put the in front of any tag team when he announces them? Like, you're, you're a big fan of the best friends. Are they the best friends or just best friends? All their stuff just says best friends on it. Because when JR talks about him, he says the best friends. Everyone else well, says. Okay, oh, stop no. right there. You can't go off anything JR. No, not JR, but every other announcer. Tony Schiavone kept saying it too. But like when Justin Roberts announced him, he says best friends. He just says like the thing. Same thing with the Dark Order. So like when they announce them, they're like the Dark Order. And it says the Dark Order, but Justin Roberts, when he announced them, just says, he pauses and goes, Dark Order. He never puts a the. He does it with the Lucha Brothers. He does it with everybody. I pick up on that and it annoys me. I don't like Justin Roberts at all. He really What added. about Gion? Oh, I hate when he does Gion Moxley. <laughs> it's so fucking annoying when he does Gion Moxley. Gion Moxley. Gion Moxley. I, I, I like him. Uh, me. So other things on here then. Some Mark. So. We had Kenny Omega fight. Why didn't Kenny Omega have the AAA title with him? I don't know. I, they announced him as the champion, and then yeah. they showed the highlight, but they he didn't have the so, title with him. My thought is, if, so if they ever own the library and they break their relationship with AAA, they might not be able to show that on their video. That's true. They can always edit out the... the well, the I mean, the Young Bucks would carry the tag belts around and all out and all in and all that other stuff. That's different, though. That's something Those titles were on the line there, though. Yeah. They were defending them there. Um, he had a good match. Another just re- another return match with Janela. Mm-hmm. I like mm-hmm. that. I like to see that. Like, they have good chemistry. They have good chemistry. They should work future matches together. A little rivalry there. Maybe Janela pins them one time. Uh-huh. Um, I, I'm enjoying Kenny Omega on TV, on yeah. American TV. I like to see more and more of him. He is really, really good. Really, really talented. I mean, he makes it. That knee strike that he did at the end, I thought he fucking killed Joey Janela. That did not. That looked like he really. I mean, when he hit him on that that V trigger and a thing and draped him over to Ray, I was like, "Holy Christ!" That yeah, looked like it, it, took it looked his even down. worse there. I think it did was, it. It probably sounded even worse yeah. there. But I'm glad he's getting some of this. I'm glad he's getting some away from everyone else on his own stuff. Yeah, I like him more there than just being. An elite guy. In the elite and with those guys. I like them mm-hmm. showcasing him a little bit more on his own. Uh, people, his match went, was pretty good. People seem to like him. Um, I like that Tony Schiavone, you didn't hear this probably because you, well, I don't know if you rewatched it, but he referred to the oh. inner circle as the Dark Order twice. <laughs> that didn't pick up That's on hilarious. Twice he was like, Dark Order looking on. And then they was like, the Dark Order's still up there. And I'm like, no. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> no, Tony, that's the inner circle. Um, what else did we have? Uh, you had Orange Cassidy and the who fought the Young Bucks fought. Um, best friends, the best, best friends. friends. That, that that was pretty good. Mm-hmm. That was pretty good. Right or, before that, you had the brawl between the Nightmare Family and the Inner Circle. Um, here's so I'm gonna have a complaint in that. AEW fans annoy the shit out of me because if Diamond Dallas Page shows up on Monday Night Raw, people go, who cares, Diamond Dallas Page? He shows up to help Cody, 
and the fans lose their mind, and they were tweeting about it like, "Oh my God, DDP's on!" <laughs> like, when since when did you give a fuck about DDP? He, he showed up in the Rumble. No one cared about him in the Rumble. No one cared about anywhere else. But since Poor he shows DDP. up in an AEW ring, people are like, "No, that's creative." No one thought of DDP. Yeah, because it's fucking DDP. He's sixty-two years old. If you're gonna go fight Chris Jericho in the inner circle, why do you bring a sixty-two-year-old man with you? It's stupid. But what about the okay. dipping dots? Huh? What about the dipping dots? It, well, the dipping dots is fine. I don't mind the feud. <laughs> I just don't understand why. If Co- I'd rather see Cody and his elite buddies fight the inner circle, not Cody and everyone who likes him and is a fan of his uh, go against him. Because if the Bucks are fighting uh, Ortiz and, and Santana, yeah. why didn't they come out and back Cody up? I don't understand where they Well, were. those guys all got arrested. No, no that was before. Yeah, but the Bucks had a match right after that, so they got arrested with. Well, why didn't the Bucks? Oh, well, they would have got because they would have got arrested. Yeah, they had a match to do. Yeah, I know. Tell so go ahead. What are you going to say, Monica? <laughs> so, whenever Diamond Dallas Page came out that Rumble, it wasn't crickets. People cheered, and it was no one more cared. Than, not to the level cared. Not to the level that they care online, where people are going off saying. This is so awesome, and what an awesome moment. That was pre-DDP yoga saving lives, too. Yeah. yeah. It, it, Everything it's, it's, is shinier and bright if it's on an, if it's on TNT and AEW. It's shiny and this bright. Is what, this is what bothers me about you when you go off sometimes. You're just trying to be anti-cool. Like, okay, so I'm not trying to be anti-cool. He's never been cool. I'm trying to be normal. <laughs> Everybody else on AEW, everything is so cool because it's if it happens on AEW, someone could come out and take a shit in the middle of the ring, and they would go, "Oh my god, that's so great! I've never seen anything like that before." So edgy. They never take. No one ever says anything fucking bad about it. Yeah, you said a couple things. Like you said, I'm not saying you. Don't take it offended because I know you said like you were annoyed by some of the booking and some of that. And Brock loves AEW, but he's critical of stuff they do wrong at times. Mm-hmm. But these fucking AEW marks. Everything is like sent from God, and it's so annoying. You know that that's you know you can't take everything from the internet. When people tweet, isn't real life. Like well, so, just you, you can't a, look towards that. It's where else am I seeing people talk about AEW? My family doesn't watch it. Who uh, else am I going to talk about it with? The, the three of us and Rob. That's who you got to talk well, about. Well, Rob's a bad example of it because <laughs> Rob thinks everything AEW does is gold too. Well, we have to have a conversation. And you're a little bit there sometimes. I mean, you're Let's a little, get Rob here. We you're you're a little <laughs> bit. You're like seventy five percent an AEW mark. Okay, first of all, there's four problems I had with last night's show <laughs> because, but all of a sudden I'm a mark for it. I, <laughs> I talk about the tag match booking where they could have went in a totally different direction. Yeah, I don't understand why they don't have a Britt Baker squash match because that match was way too long. Yeah, and I don't like your finishing move. It, uh, I don't. It's an unknown. I don't understand how you put your hand in someone's mouth. You just don't bite their fingers. The mandible claw. Well, that's yeah. you're sticking it down their throat. Well, Bray Wyatt does it. You're putting your finger it's, down your throat and choking. What a WWE mark does. No, that's not how it is. How's the mandible? You're claw? pushing right underneath the tongue. That's where the mandible is. Well, this is she grabs her teeth like this. Nope, it's the same as the mandible claw. All right, fine. <laughs> Britt Baker, fine. Do you like how they showed um, Adam Cole on on AEW last night? Yeah. Showed that picture of her with Adam Cole. Snuck that in I there. I booed Ceiling McBeam. Yeah, that was dumb. Why did he have to come out with them? That was stupid. Okay, and why didn't they, last night, they have Stealing with Beam. They're doing this storyline where B. Priestley's fighting Britt Baker. Why don't you have B. Priestley in the Stealing with Beam costume and jump her at the end of a squash match? Yeah, that would have been fun. 
Bea Priestley gets a ton of heat. It comes across on, on television. It's mm-hmm. like she's a big heel. You get all the sympathy for Britt Baker. Just totally dropped that whole yeah. storyline. Yeah. And then they showed a picture of what's-her-face. Um, uh, Brandy Rhodes getting mad at the, the, and, the yeah, that, that didn't make any squad. sense. Why did she beat up that girl for yeah. That was kind no, of dumb. No clue. No clue. Um, do you like that uh, Excalibur now, because there's so many suicide dives, now he calls them... Tope Cecitas or whatever they are. That's his new... Uh, yeah. Everything's, everything's a Tope Cecita now. Suicide. Oh, Tope It's a suicide dive. Mm-hmm. Why is it a Tope Cecita now? Everything's a Tope Cecita. There was a lot of repetition and moves that these guys use. Like, yeah. everybody does a cutter, which is starting to get annoying. Everybody does the suicide yep. dives. Yeah, a lot of that stuff. I mean, they need some more they variety. Need, so what'd you they guys need think? To pay someone, they need to pay someone to pay attention to the moveset. Yeah. And actually have, like... Have moves like all right. So this is you can't do this move because it's my fit. Like they don't have any continuity I mean, when it comes to. I don't care like if they all wonder. use those, but to do it all in the same night, like yeah. I probably there were what probably about thirty-seven cutters. Yeah. In the in this yeah. this five match you know TV show that we saw. So what do we think about the main event? And we called it as soon as it was uh, really obvious it was going to be a time. Yeah, especially yeah. when they started doing the. Every minute countdown. Now, look, I think it's... I will say something good first before I say something bad. I think that the uh, time limit draw is a nice thing that AEW does. It's a new finish. It's a new finish, so I don't mind it. When they did it for Cody versus... um, Darby Allen. Darby Allen. It was a surprise. It put him on the map. Yeah, it put him on, you didn't know he was going to do it. This one, you could see coming from a fucking mile away. Yeah. Because neither one of these guys are going to take a loss. So if you're not going to let either one of these guys take a loss, then don't even have them fight. Mm-hmm. Or have Omega interrupt it and everyone else interrupt in a brawl and sue or something like that. Yeah. A hangman interrupts it and just do do whatever. And that's what they ended up doing after the match. I don't know if that made it on the TV no, or that, not. No, that okay. didn't. That went out. What happened? They all interrupted. Uh, Hangman and Kenny both came down, mm. beating them up. Yeah. And then that was how the, they they walked out together. Yeah, that it was kind of a that was a lame main event for me. That was bad. Mm-hmm. I would rather have saw that finish than a double disqualification or a melee because that's what we got the last two weeks on AEW mm-hmm. was like all like all out fighting and stuff. That's why I think it, I don't mind it. the Nitro because it. This yeah, is very predictable. Was, you know we bitch about predictability. That one you can see coming from a mile away. Then don't have the match, yeah. though. So just last 15 minutes, just have a picture. Have of something else. I mean, have Moxley fight do something else. I mean, if I just feel that there's a lot of egos with those two that neither one of them want a loss. Because neither... I, it builds up that whole heavyweight division of being equals to me. That's how I envisioned it. Because you have like this these four main guys with Omega... Moxley, Pac, and uh, Page. Um, Page that are that they the four of them are all intertwined in the, in this like heavy way. Like they all could go for the title, and they all have a story behind it. You yeah. know what I mean? Like that's that's how I saw it. Well, I mean, but like like it's like we said with Omega, you had Omega fighting someone like Janela, where he had a great match with it, but he got a decent win. I'd rather see Moxley fight like Jimmy Havoc and have a really good match, but didn't get a solid win. And, and you know, and he gets a solid win. This establishes him as this is a main guy. Got to win. Like you know, I, I I think they should. I'd rather see them doing clean wins and getting some momentum on each of them instead of uh, that match. Just was kind of pointless. I thought. But anyway, let's move on. That's a lot. We were AEW heavy there. Um, do you have anything else for AEW? No. No, I don't have anything. <laughs> uh, any good dark matches we can expect for next week? 
the super nope. new tag team of uh, Dustin Rhodes and Sonny Kiss. Okay. They have a name yet? Nope. Androgynous. <laughs> Androgynous. Okay. So finally, really finally we had NXT. Um, Ken, you didn't watch NXT, I take it. You just saw the end. I just saw, yeah, what people were putting on the, the uh, social media. Um, what was the first match in NXT last night? Um, uh, well, the women's match. Rhea Ripley versus yeah. uh, uh, Be- Bianca Belair. That was good. Mm-hmm. I like that Rhea won. Uh, they intertwined the other uh, Io Shirai and Candice LeRae got involved. <laughs> yeah. I like Rhea Ripley a lot. I like where they're going with her mm-hmm. to maybe beat Shayna Baszler. She's, yeah. a, she's, she's the one to do it, I think. She's the one to do it. Um, Riddle versus Cameron Grimes. I'm not a big Cameron Grimes fan, but that was a really good match. Uh-huh. I mean, those two guys—they really were doing a lot. It wasn't like a spot match with all these flips. They were doing a lot of technical wrestling in the ring. Yeah, which, Cameron Grimes is good. He's really good. He's. Really I don't like good. the the stupid gimmick they gave him with the hat and all that stuff. Yeah, I like the uh, the caveman gimmick he had before. Man, that guy can wrestle. They were really, really good. I love how Tyler Bate punched him. Though. I thought yeah. that was hilarious. <laughs> how he did the one hand in the air, then popped him with the left one. Uh-huh. That was pretty good. Uh, Riddle, and I like what they're doing with Riddle. He's picking up solid wins against people, uh-huh. building him back up again. Matt Riddle's really... I don't know if you saw, Ken, but Riddle, they're just trolling Goldberg on the entire time on NXT. Like, oh, really? the crowd chants, Riddle, Riddle, when he comes out. He did a jack, uh, the, the jackhammer uh, to, oh, wow. uh, to Cameron Grimes. And they were like, "Oh, we know who that's a thing too." And then he was doing "You're next to people," and and, and, and it's pretty good. So hopefully, maybe he, he's going to finally get. They're going to do something with those two down the road. Um, that's funny. What else was on? Why uh, uh, can't I remember now? You didn't take good enough notes. You didn't have anything to complain about. No, I had Mark. I I, I, I Mark. really did. My complaint on that one is I really didn't care for the whole. Uh, I, I really don't like the Forgotten Sons. They yeah, don't who really they do. Fight? They fought Brizongo and sw- okay. Swerve guy or whatever. But that there was a great highlight after that match. What was that? Swerve did the Alex Wright dance. He did do the Alex Wright dance. That is true. Uh, yeah. Oh, that's amazing. Um, that match I kind of fast forward through a little bit. That was kind of. Well, make sure you watch the ending because I totally saw him do that it. at the end. <laughs> I, I, the Forgotten Sons just don't really do it for me. Why are they heels, Ken? What's that? Why are they heels, Ken? Yeah. I was asking you, why are they heels? I don't get it. I don't understand why they're heels. They're like war veterans. Yeah, I don't don't really get it either. Because they're forgotten, Ken. People forgot all about them. Uh, And what's his name? Jackson Riker. What was he in DNA? Gunner. Gunner. I don't know what they're doing with that guy. How old is Gunner? He's got to be 50. I I don't know. He's He's still big as hell, though. He is. He's a big-ass dude. I know we talk about this a lot, but I'll never forget when he got busted up in my paper cup. I know. <laughs> the uh, worst match of the night that shouldn't have been on there was, um, I like where they were going with it, that the women's tag team titles are uh-huh. going to be on all three shows, yeah. now, which is good. They're going to be on mm-hmm. NXT. Um, they put So they put Tegan Knox and uh, Dakota, Kai. Dakota Kai together. The two horsewomen, Mia Shafir and Jessamyn Duke, are fucking horrible. They are. They have no business being on TV. They're terrible. And that match was terrible. Mm-hmm. That match was very sloppy, very bad. I liked it. Good thing Tegan Knox and them won. That's good. They're going to get a title shot at Kyrie Zane and all that. But, God, those two four <laughs> horsewomen girls are so bad. Yeah. They couldn't have put, like, Aaliyah and what's her partner. Someone else other than those. Especially if they're just going to take the loss. Yeah. You know. 
What's her tag partner's name? Reina Gonzalez. Yeah, something her? like that. There's a lot of women they could put together better than that. Well, they're they're a tag team, and then you have the Chelsea Green and Deanna Perrazzo yeah. are a tag team. Yeah, they, they could bring them out. Instead, mm-hmm. they chose those two. They have and no talent. They're horrible. Yeah. I mean, I mean, they'll probably get better, but they're so new. Roderick Strong's wife is who? Mia Shirai or Mia Marina Shafir. Marina Shafir. She's better. Jessamine did this. Really terrible. She's the worst. <laughs> She's so lanky. Yeah. It's just terrible. So that was bad. But then um, you had a couple. Of, I can't remember if there was anything else that they set up on there. Um, but then you had the, the the main event, which was absolutely spectacular. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, like, I, me and Brock were talking about this earlier, Ken. I could watch Keith Lee and Dominic Dijakovic wrestle every week if they did it. I mean, they're absolutely amazing. They're guys that size to do like luchador moves. It's 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 crazy to me. It's crazy. I'm just concerned that they're going to turn these guys into a tag team. No, well, they they're always do, do the uh, old uh, Sheamus Cesaro. You know, they, you know, we fought so many times. Now we're going to join forces. They're really good. I mean, I was saying, you know, I I don't really like the Keith Lee gimmick. I have a hard time with it. I don't like the Bask in His Glory stuff and the music. And he, neither one of these guys can really talk on the microphone. They're both kind of bad. But Keith Lee is an amazing athlete, just to watch what that guy oh, yeah. does. At 300 pounds to be doing mm-hmm. Tope Suicidos and, <laughs> and everything else, it's uh. unbelievable. <laughs> did you, how about you, that powerbomb he did with all both of them on there from the rope and all that uh-huh. in, the ring, in the corner? That was crazy. It's good. It's crazy. And then uh, that match ended with um, Roddy got the quick pin out of there. And then the Balor Hill turn. I didn't see that coming at all. Yeah, me either. I mean, when they all were lining up, I was like, oh, we're lining up war games. I was waiting for, like, uh, Dreams music to hit or something. Yeah. And then I, I almost thought, like, Finn Balor fell for a minute. Because he, like, did his pin. I was like, what's he doing? He did a pay like kick. I was like, he just kicked Johnny Gargano. And it was cool. I mean, the setup for him where he said, you know, uh, my past is going to define me. I thought he was talking about NXT. He's going straight New Japan, Bullet Club, Prince Devitt Balor, and all that stuff. So, so does he join? Does he join the Undisputed? Uh, yeah, I kind of feel like they're going to tease that, and I don't really know that that could be a storyline. I think he'll team with them at War. I think War Games will be Balor and the Undisputed Era versus like Keith Lee, Dijakovic. Uh, uh, DIY. I think they'll set up like a five yeah. man, but Valentine I don't think Dream. he'll ever. I almost feel it's going to be kind of Bret Hart esque with the NWO. Remember, he was with him, but yeah. he's never with him, kind mm-hmm. of thing. I, I don't know. I don't think he's going to go forward. I could also see them do something where he, they turn Adam Cole babyface, and they turn on okay. Adam Cole, and he like takes the the leadership role. Kind of, and they made reverse of what they did to him in Bullet Club. Yeah, because <laughs> Adam Cole is so over that the crowd loves him. It doesn't matter if he's bad or good. He attacks yeah. people. The crowd still goes Adam Cole, baby. They love him. You know, people got mad at Balor last night when he did, and he absolutely destroyed Johnny Gargano on the outside there. I mean, that kick that he kicked him through the wall into fans, and was like, I mean, that was crazy. Then he did that move that he used to do in New Japan on the ramp. On the ramp, like. What was his movie used to do in New Japan? The I Sunset. Part. It was like a brain buster kind of thing. Sunset Paradise, or you used to call it, or something like Tequila Sunset, or something like that. Oh, that was that was Adam Cole's old movie. Panama Sunrise, was it? In all age. 
No, I forget it's, what it's called. It's something different than he used to do in New Japan that they haven't seen since. And you know, it was it was vicious. The the running kick that he did to, to him, he sent him flying through the barricade. There was like fans behind him that went flying, and it was crazy. Bloody Sunday. Bloody Sunday. Who, Finn Balor? Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. And he was doing the guns and everything. Like, it was really cool just to see him as a villain and all that stuff. So, so can we fantasy book for a second the yeah. fact that how cool would it be if, like, they formed and they were together and then, like, they brought all five of those guys up to the main roster and joined the OC and there was just this one huge faction? It'd be great if they did that. It'd be great. <laughs> Led by him, you know, absolutely awesome. But you know, we won't see that. No, but it'd be awesome. Um, I think it's cool. I think it's it's created buzz for NXT, which they needed. They needed something big like this. They needed something shocking that's going to get them people tweeting about it and talking about it and wanting to turn in because they've been getting beaten the ratings. They needed a boost, and this was this was well done. And to me, this is Triple H behind this and not McVent. Yeah. Yeah. Because Vince would be like, he sells t-shirts, let's not turn him bad. Mm-hmm. People I look- guess there's a rumor going around that he's being punished. For, he got all tatted up while he was on break. I guess he's covered in tattoos now, is oh, what really? my theory is. That's why he's never taken his shirt off. Uh, so he was, that his punishment was a good NXT, is what a lot of people were thinking. No, I don't believe that. I think, Me either. I think he was absolutely fine with going down there and doing this. Mm-hmm. Let, they're letting mm-hmm. him have some creative, letting him be free, let him do more things. Because he was so boring on the He main was so roster. boring up there. This is what people need to see. I've gone back and watched a ton of Finn Balor stuff when I got into him, mm-hmm. when he was Prince Devitt and all that. He was a great heel. Mm-hmm. Being evil, being mean. Yeah, the, that's why the Bullet Club got over. It yeah. wasn't because what the elite guys did. I would like to see him maybe join and kick Adam Cole out and take over that group and uh-huh. change the name or do something. and Make it Balor Club. Yeah, do something different like that. Or maybe he introduces his own club down there. and Who could be in it, though? Marty Skrull. Yeah. Dominic Dijakovic. <laughs> I like saying that name for some reason. Uh, but it was good. It was a great ending. It was a well-done show. Um I'm going to sound like an NXT mark, but I think it was a well better wrestling show than Dynamite was. Um, what a mark! It won't win. Mark. It won't win. It won't. It definitely won't win because that show's hotter right now. But uh, I think the people who are not watching it are missing out on the best WWE show. Oh yeah, easily the best WWE easily. show. They're, that's their best show. Um, I tell you what, if I was Vince McMahon, I would move NXT to another night. I would I would back I would swallow my pride and I would put it on USA Network like Tuesday nights because people and, are used to watching wrestling on Tuesdays yeah, instead of Wednesdays. I would say, look, I'd say AW one you can have Wednesdays. I'm gonna put it on Tuesdays and I'm gonna get I'm gonna be back up in a million ratings like I was when it debuted before it had AEW taking its ratings because mm-hmm. people would watch it yeah and, and everyone would go for it if it was there. But he even Justin. Go. All right, that's good. Brock, take us out. I want Justin to do it. Justin, take us out. Like, share, subscribe, invite. Keep going. This is episode two of the new wrestling show. That's right. A lot longer than 20 minutes. <laughs> yeah. Keep it up, and uh, maybe one day you'll hear me actually make a comment. Yeah. Become an AEW You're gonna mark. You're going to watch it sooner or later, Justin. Become an AEW mark like Ken and Rob. <laughs> <laughs> I think we need to get Rob and Kyle on the show. Oh, Kyle. Oh, my God. Yep, we need I Kyle. asked Kyle today, Kyle, did you watch NXT last night? He just got kind of uncomfortable and was like, no, <laughs> I was like okay. he was at the show, uh, and I draw. You were at the show. You watched it. 
All right. That's true, but I also couldn't fall asleep. True. All right. Later, everybody. Bye.